Hello, everyone. This is Sonata Allison. You're listening to episode 34 of the Parallel Podcast, where we talk about sexuality as it should be. Alrighty, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Parallel Podcast. As you guys can see, today we'll be talking about healthy expectations. And I think this is an important topic for singles. And when I say singles, I mean anyone that isn't married. So that includes people in dating relationships and those who are engaged. Um, I think this should be a topic of conversation in premarital counseling before marriage because at any stage of the relationship, if you have unrealistic or even unmet expectations, it can have a huge effect on the longevity of the relationship and relationship satisfaction. For example, if I love eating ice cream and I want to enjoy going to different states or even countries to try different flavors of ice cream and I want to enjoy that with my spouse, marrying a man that is lactose intolerant would probably change things, you know, probably make things a little complicated. Um, And this is kind of a silly example, but on like a more important matter, uh, if that person will never be what you need in a relationship, you are looking at a very strained relationship then. Um, So I want to talk about unrealistic expectations as well as what um, is healthy to expect from relationships. So let's talk about that today. All right, so to continue the conversation about unrealistic expectations, this the example I gave earlier is not really an issue of someone not wanting to be what you need them to be. It's really just that they literally can't be that. That's just not what they are. Um, I think this is more innocent in reality for some relationships. It has nothing to do with stubbornness or carelessness. Sometimes relationships just won't work because they can't. Um, Like the man who is always working from home and a woman who really needs quality time and physical closeness um, to feel loved. Um, I'm not saying it's impossible. And I know most people need quality time and physical closeness in relationships. But there are some relationships that will fail because it has to be present. So I encourage you to be mindful that maybe your values and your desires in the relationship just won't match up and that's no one's fault. It's just not meant to be. So when you get that, you know, realization in that relationship, you can have conversations and say, hey, I love going out on weekends and I would really like it would really mean a lot to me if you would come Um, maybe even every other weekend or once a month. Um, And if that person for sure isn't comfortable with it, you may have a choice to make if that's really important to you. Um, if that's going to be, you know, such an integral integral part of your life um, to the point where it will hurt you if he never wants to or can't compromise and and or even if you can't compromise and stay home once a month, then that's something you're going to have to really reconsider. Um, so what I'm really trying to get at, uh, the core of the core of it is this question. Can I genuinely be satisfied in this relationship truly and do without blank? So this is more like a lifestyle question. Can I do without this thing? Um, will I still truly feel loved and cherished if I don't do, if he doesn't do this or she doesn't do this, or if he doesn't say this or she doesn't say this ever again at this moment, will I be satisfied in this relationship? And if your answer to that is no, and that person is not willing to do that or say that, um, or is not capable of doing that, just be, it'd be out of their comfort zone or just not the kind of person they are, then you have an important decision to make. And that's hard, but I'd hate for you to enter into a relationship 
with the feeling that maybe one day heal or hopefully one day this will be important to him. Like that's a really sad place to be at. Um, and it's better to learn a person and know what they're willing to do than to enter into a long-term relationship based on that desire um, for love instead of feeling love and entering into a long-term relationship. Um, because simply put, we cannot expect someone to be something that they are not. So I need you to hear that. We cannot expect someone to be something that they're not. It just doesn't make sense. It's like asking an alligator to fly. It just doesn't make sense. It's not in their capability. Um, And in this situation, it's not that the person doesn't desire to love you. It may just be that they won't compromise their, their relational satisfaction and their enjoyment of the relationship to only be something for you because it's kind of taking them out of their natural, you know, way of being. Um, and you never want to be in a relationship like that where someone um, has to co- constantly be something else to be with you. You want someone who is capable of loving you as you want them to first, you know, and then someone who loves to love you. Like they enjoy loving you and they're capable of loving you. And the way that you need love is not out of their comfort zone. Um, so I think that's important as well. And you know, that sucks, but this is why it's important to be mindful and have hard conversations so you aren't in relationships that turn into like five years of regret or resentment because you weren't willing to just admit that the relationship wasn't going to work in the first place. And that's where a lot of people find themselves on counseling couches realizing like, I asked of this person something that they actually were never going to become. So um, that's important. That's the importance of knowing that the person just is not a good fit for you. Um, it's more like lifestyle doesn't match up or just, a, a maybe just a personality difference. Um, and it's, it's regardless of moral, moral alignment. Um, that's that, that kind of category of, of unmet expectations or unhealthy expectations. Um, but on the other hand, there are people who, uh, will want to be in a relationship with you, but are also just like what I call lazy lovers, so there are people who want to be in a relationship with you but aren't willing to put in work to have a healthy relationship. Um, these are the takers of the world who complain when they have to give. And I think it's very important to start off by saying that you cannot change a person. And I, I think it's important to sit with that reality long enough to actually believe it. I know we hear it all the time. You can't change people. But I need you to actually believe that. Like you literally cannot. Um, I know people can change, but you cannot decide a change for someone else. You can influence them and, and, and help them. But if they don't decide that for themselves, that person's not going to change. So if you're in a relationship right now and you wouldn't marry that person for who they are right now, you might need to do some reevaluation and have some hard conversations because rarely does waiting or the simple measurement of time change a person. Actually, in reality, everything tends to atrophy with time. Like when you spend time away from your word or away from the gym. You never really stay at the same level of fitness or level of indwelling of the word. Our body reverts back and our memory begins to fail us. So if you think that time will help change a person, you are sadly mistaken. Um, It may just simply show you that the person won't change and that your time has been wasted. So that's why it's so important to really hear people when they tell you about themselves because they're probably right. Like they've spent their whole life with themselves. So I would probably trust what that person says. So if someone tells you they're controlling 
or they're lazy or annoying or careless or they don't take things seriously, take them for the word. And what I'm not saying is like this person is not going to change and that's all that they are. Um, and I'm not, I'm not even saying that they don't plan on working on it, but really hear people when they say things about themselves. Um, and if you never see that person attempting to correct their behavior or apolo- apologizing when that behavior affects you, them flags, the color colors of apples need to start waving in your head, okay? And for all of y'all that just, that went over your head, I'm talking about red, red flags. It's a red flag. Um, now, this is different than the previous situation because I spoke about how lifestyle and desire may not line up, but um, with with what I'm addressing now, I'm speaking about a person whose morals may not align with yours or their standard of love. So maybe they don't try to love you in ways that you want to be loved, even after conversations about it and insist on loving you as they desire, or they don't make changes in the way they speak to you or won't stop to consider your triggers or insecurities. Um, This is a person that doesn't take protection or the understanding that you should be a priority seriously. Um, They may listen when you speak, but their actions don't communicate that they actually hear you. So when, um, what I encourage is, is conversation and these conversations need to happen before marriage because you never want to marry a lazy lover. This is why it's so important to air your concerns and feelings before marriage because dating is basically like a, a period to see if marriage is realistic for your relationship. It's like a trial, a trial run. Um, so you ask yourself, does this person listen and adjust or do they do like, do they make you feel bad for coming to them in your most vulnerable state? Um, and I want to remind you guys, remember, I, I've said this in past episodes that um, our un- ultimate desire in relationships as human beings, like male or female, is to be able to answer yes to the question, will this person be there when I need them the most? And, you know, that's a good question to ask yourself when you're in a relationship. Will this person be there when I need them the most? And this is emotionally and in literal situations. So, if you're dating and you can't say yes to that question, it's probably time for some hard conversations. Um, and if that person um, does not dis- express desire to be that or um, their actions don't prove it, um, it's time to make a hard decision. And uh, what I'm not saying is that, you know, don't be in a relationship with a flawed person because we all have our flaws. We all have our downfalls. Um, I call them like sinful defaults for some people. It may be laziness or maybe selfishness a little more than others. Um, it may be just being mean or something like that. Um, so if the person's working on these things and they desire to do better and they apologize and they, they see the issue with their behavior, I'm not talking about those people. I'm talking about people who are self-aware and are not making progress to change. So that's when I think it's important to make a hard decision because, Um, we're never called to settle and I genuinely believe that a man or woman you know whose life is led by Christ and they understand the unity of two people um, you should understand the call to give of yourself in relationships Um, the person you're with should want to go out of their way for you in healthy instances Uh, never never settle for someone who isn't eager to love you because I feel like if we are to be a reflection of Christ in the church It should look like two people eager for closeness and love, not laziness um, and being self-seeking. So um, in this case, do not put your healthy expectations on someone who's not willing to be that for you because it's just not worth it in the long run. 
you're better off loving yourself and just being loved by Jesus and other people in platonic relationships in your life. And I can promise you that. You don't want to be in a relationship where you settle for someone who doesn't love you well. And this goes for platonic relationships as well. Your healthy expectations don't become unhealthy just because someone is unwilling to meet them. You just need to ask the Lord for romantic and platonic relationships that are healthy. You don't have to settle for unhealthiness um, or question your healthy expectations when someone chooses not to be healthy. Um, So after speaking about all the unhealthy stuff, you may be asking yourself, like, what's actually appropriate to ask of in a spouse then? What actually is healthy expectations? Um, And I want you to kind of think about this. Does this person have to be your only best friend, your counselor, your comforter, your cheerleader, um, all those things? And Esther Perel speaks about how at some point people have said, I no longer want this person to be my partner. I want them to be my soulmate. And she says that brings you to the pinnacle of expectation. So the top, I mean, that's that's a lot to put on one person, you know. Um, uh, then she quotes an an, uh, analyst, uh, Robert Johnson, um, saying, we then look for transcendence, ecstasy, and meaning from our partners, um, which is stuff we used to look for in the realm of the divine. And these are not Christians speaking about this. Like, they just have research it's no religion in intertwined into it it's just the reality instead of looking to the divine people are now more looking to humans which is understandable because you know as life goes on um things are kind of downward spiraling so it would make sense for humans some more to start to rely on humans more instead of where we were at before which is sad um and i think that's something to think about are we asking too much of our partners Um, I think divorce happens so often because people go into marriage and realize that they've asked of it um, or of their spouse what it can't provide. Uh, If you think that getting married will cure you of your loneliness, uh, uh, finally give you peace or fill that void of happiness you've been feeling, you're looking in the wrong place. So we need to ask ourselves, are our expectations healthy? And I think this leads us to the conversation of stewardship and priority. Jesus should be all the things to you that you need first everything you need should be found in christ first if you feel you can't uh and the key word is can't live without someone you found yourself an idol outside of christ and that's literally the first commandment not to do that so if you are sick or you can't function without that person being around or you can't enjoy time with other people until you know you're going to see that person again Uh, you've definitely built an unhealthy expectation for them in that relationship. Um, And you're also setting yourself up for pain because you're putting the expectation that only God can meet and bear on a human being that's flawed. So that person can never always be by your side and that person will let you down. Um, Not always, but it definitely will happen because they're flawed. So um, you'll have a misunderstanding with this person and that person will disappoint you. And these are actually the healthy expectations in relationships. Um, This man, this woman will not be everything I want them to be. They are flawed and they are not physically able um, to always be by my side. And, you know, that kind of takes the romance out of all, you know, the union and whatnot. But I think we need to start there. I think that's actually healthy. It doesn't sound fun, but it is healthy. Um, And it allows your significant other to kind of breathe and you as well when you guys don't expect so much um 
putting what only the divine can meet on a human being. So I think that's important. And it also allows your expectations to match reality. And that's what we want. Um, We don't want our, our expectations to be unrealistic. So when they are much closer to reality, um, they're easier to bear. Um, But the beautiful aspect of, of it is, is you can find people who want to strive to love you well, even in their flawed state and even in your flawed state. And usually they get it right most of the time in a long-term relationship. And when they love you, you'll want them to be your everything because you found something beautiful in them and, and you found someone who actually desires you, um, even knowing your undesirable traits. Um, you know, and, and, and it can even bring you to this point where maybe you're even spending less time in your word or maybe even considering forsaking fellowship with others, Hebrews 10.25. But that's when we remember that stewardship does not look like a closed fist holding on for dear life, but it's actually an open hand held out to the Lord. Um, and understanding that if this relationship was taken from me, I have Christ and that's all I need. And I think that's the best place to be in a relationship. If this relationship was taken from me, I have Christ and that's all I need. And, and I know that sounds kind of harsh, like, oh, this person's kind of a throwaway. But at the end of the day, the Bible says you should hate your parent, your family compared to Christ. And I know that's an extreme, but it's basically saying if compared to your, your love for Jesus, it should look like hate compared to your love for family, if that makes sense. Um, so we should be able to forsake every good thing in our lives for Christ because he's so much better than the best thing that we've ever experienced on this earth which is beautiful. So I think if you start there, you know, open-handed, like, thank you, Jesus, for this opportunity to be loved by this human. Um, But your love is so much greater. And I will hold this relationship with an open hand. It's not mine. Um, I get to um, use this relationship to bring you glory. Um, And I think that's a, a really great mentality you know, to help you to keep your eyes on Christ, but also to be grateful that the Lord would allow you such a relationship on this earth, this flawed earth. And that exemplifies exemplifies, um, our relationship with Christ. And And through your relationship, you should feel closer to the Lord. Through your human relationship, you should feel closer to the Lord and not further um, forsaking time with him or uh, forsaking fellowship with other believers. Your relationship should be a conduit to closeness with Christ. And if it's causing you to do the opposite, that's not the kind of relationship you want to be. We have to remember that our lives should glorify Christ. So if you are only looking inward or even only looking to serve your husband or your boyfriend, you are missing it. And when you aren't serving elsewhere um, or fellowshipping with others, it's so easy to look for what you need in your spouse, but that's when the problems happen. Um, As I spoke about in episode three, it's important to fellowship with people other than your significant other. It's healthy, and you know, when research is done on healthy relationships, they all have that in common. They're not looking for everything in this one human being. Um, They, it's kind of spread out evenly. So they're not asking their spouse to be everything or having a codependent need but they're stewarding their relationships. Um, and it, as Christians, you know, you're stewarding your, your relationship with Christ as your idol and fellowshipping with others so that um, that person doesn't become an idol to you. And yes, you should desire, 
you know, the awesome love and affection from your significant other and expect them to love you well. That's important as well. Um, And that's not separate from stewarding the relationship well. Those things are together. You are, you're not, you shouldn't feel guilty for enjoying love from your spouse. That's not what I'm trying to get at. Um, But it is important to remember to keep this relationship open-handed and remember to always go to Christ first for everything you need. Um, And, you know, just remembering like, if you go to Christ first, he will have everything you need. So that needs to be our main focus. Um, so yeah, I hope this helped you guys learn something today and helped you kind of align your expectations for people, um, in general, but also for spouses and just remembering, you know, you're allowed to ask humans for healthy expectations, um, but also make sure your expectations of people are healthy. So, uh, yeah. Uh, If you guys want to support the podcast, you can join Patreon and have access to bonus content that free listeners don't. And remember to always speak the truth in love, guys. Bye.